forgiveness. One of the things I've always had conflict with is the Christian ability to forgive. The Bible tells you that no matter what another person does to you, you must offer forgiveness and forget everything that has gone before. But I can't help thinking, where is the line drawn? Is there a limit to which your Christian works? Once he or she has been wronged three times, they cannot forgive again? Who knows? I agree holding on to the pain someone else has caused you for too long can be destructive, I know. Surely, that's just human emotion, though. Is it also common sense? So with this in mind, do we forgive those who bomb our cities? Do we say, hey, it's okay, I forgive you? I don't know. For me, I can't get my head around it all. The Christian, and I say Christian just for explanation, I know there are many and varied religious teachings and followers. The religious follower, well, their ability to just accept atrocities and put it down to the devil and just carry on baffles me. As a true believer in God, whatever your calling may be, you are taught to accept everyone. That doesn't happen. You are encouraged to help everyone, treat everybody as equals, to be tolerant and caring, to preserve and worship life. There is a religious group called Jainists. They have been around for centuries and are, in my opinion, one of the reasons why I find religion so confusing. Jainism is a religion of non-violence, non-destruction, and equality to every living thing. It dates back to around, to a recorded date of 500 BC. However, it is thought to be much, much older than that. So, this is what I find so confusing. Religion to me, and what I have been taught, and what I, I perceive to be, is all about existing, living and growing, both physically and spiritually. Jainists believe nothing should be killed to serve us. This includes animals, birds, beasts, fish or fowl. No plant should be picked to feed us, no vegetables, no fruit, no wheat to make bread. Nothing should ever die for us to live. So how do Jainists eat? Heavy duty followers have even been known to commit suicide spiritually by refusing to eat anything that has lived. Where is the religious sense in that? One of their flags even has a swastika displayed upon it. We all know that the swastika was used by Hitler's Nazi party during the war, but actually it was a symbol for a cross used by the Roman Empire 2,000 years before. What I'm trying to say here is that religious and religion contradicts itself all of the time. So going back to forgiveness for a second, as a Christian, would you forgive someone like Hitler for his war crimes? Where do you draw the line for where forgiveness has to end? I know it's a bit dramatic what I'm saying and I know it's a bit argumentative, but I'm trying to understand. I'll give you another example. We are all aware of Bram Stoker's gothic book, Dracula. The 
novel of the blood-sucking vampire. Of course, we know this particular story to be an elaborate essay born in Stoker's mind, but the man, Vlad, was a real prince of a Carpathian legend. Gypsy folk stories and legends intended to frighten the brave knight are where the origins of Stoker's novels were born. Vlad III, Dracula, bears no resemblance to our anti-hero of Hammer horror movies, other than the fact as a leader of his nation's army, he indeed was responsible for many of his enemies' gory and bloody deaths. So my question is, just like Hitler, just like other murderers, as he reportedly turned to Christianity before his death, should the world forgive him for everybody he killed? Christians for many years have followed the teachings of whatever prophet leads their particular faith. At the end of the day, no matter what religion you follow, almost all come back to the following of Jesus of Nazareth. Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus on the 25th of December. However, early believers didn't mark the event as they considered it a pagan practice. Yet by 336 AD, the Church of Rome, now accepted by the Roman Empire, had settled on the 25th of December. It is considered, however, that Jesus was probably born nearer to April or May. Christianity, as the Romans labelled, was the day's equivalent of an anarchist faction, maybe even what we were considered today being a terrorist group. So 2,000 years down the line, an anarchist, fictional or not, who claimed to perform magic, claimed to have a powerful family, and who people said could perform all sorts of miracles, who then was persecuted for doing what was right, then becomes the son of God, and the world worships him. So does this mean in 2,000 years' time, mankind will be worshipping Harry Potter? Hmm, similarities. A story is stated, and just like the Chinese whispers, once that story has been told a thousand times by a thousand different people, it is completely different from the story that started it all. So could a character from a movie or a book, once it has been talked about for two thousand years, once it has been changed and distorted to suit the climate of the day, could it be that mankind would believe that Harry Potter to be a real character? More that he could be the actual messiah? Years ago for me, life was all about getting up, getting fed and watered, dressed, leaving the house for the two-mile walk to college. And I was studying photography and physics. And so part of the time I was situated at the old girls' school in Flynerbrin in Walters Road. The majority of people I was going to school with were from good families, lived in nice areas of Swansea, and above all, always had money. At the time, in the early 1980s, Mayhill and Townhill were very dilapidated areas, known as rough areas. I lived in Mayhill, and my whole life was getting affected by my hatred of where I lived. My college friends lived outside of Swansea's main suburbs, 
in Three Crosses, Bishopston, and compared to May Hill, these areas were a different world. So at home I had the conflict of living with a parent who was a Bible basher. In college, I was trying to live up to my friends' expectations. Perhaps they weren't really friends at all. religious sinner. As I reach for an answer to a question, a grasp of what can see. The reason you give is a problem created for all history. A speculative thought causes anger, the direction of emotional rage, the hand that holds your freedom as you lay naked and bound in your cage. The dirt and blood are mixed like paint upon your breast. No more worries of every day. You're now the hangman's guest. Yet I still reach to touch you, to have you tell me more about that God that brought you here and made you a judgmental bore. I need, but I don't like you. I tried so hard to be your friend. And now because you worship it, your God has brought your end. Do not think of yesterday as though it was your last. Prepare yourself for battle. From religion, you must fast. You said too much, you carried on even with a knife at your throat. And now because you preached out loud, you have become the sacrificial goat. I reach for you, please don't cry. If you must, you can say a prayer. Just remember it's because of faith that the hangman ties you there. As you drop, your neck will break, and so will my aching heart. For by bringing your God into this world, you have ripped my world apart.